And we are back. We got five games slate to talk about here on Saturday. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. Uh, again, this video will be ready on the five-game NBA Data Fantasy Sports slate. Also cover content for NFL, DFS, and for player prop sites. Uh, Price Picks is the sponsor of the video. If you guys are not on Price Picks, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. But how it works is you're building out slot slips of player props, two, three, four, five, up to six. If you build a slip of six and you hit all six, you want 25 extra money. Um, and yeah, they have a lot of different discounts, you know, Taco Tuesday, all that good stuff. So Flex Friday, for example, today, where you give it $20 and, and get your money back if it, if it loses. Uh, so if you guys do want to give price, just try again, click that link down below or use the code DKDFS. All right, <clears throat> so let's recap last couple of slates. So last night, I thought I was going to have a huge night. Uh, I had uh, Claxton and Hakka's in the early game, then the Warrior stack with SGA, and the game turns into a random massive blowout, and Clay Thompson shoots one of 70, and Chalk Pojemski smashes in garbage time. So that tilted me. And, and tonight, I'm, a, I'm in decent shape tonight. Uh, I'm in decent shape. Uh, probably going to at least 2x. You know, we'll see. Maybe 3, 4x if some of these Clippers guys can have solid... Uh, if my Clippers value can have solid, uh, you know, games or solid halves in the second half, then I'll, I'll be looking good. But why couldn't Donovan Mitchell just play, man? Why couldn't he just play? I had like the nuts. I had Dyson Daniels. I had Keontae George. And then I had to move stuff around, obviously, to prioritize Darius Garland, which, of course, I don't regret. He had a subpar game, but he was 65% on high stakes for a reason, right? Uh, so, like, no, I never look at it. I'm not a player that's like, oh, my gosh. Why did I pivot to get Darius Garland in without Donovan Mitchell? You know, why did I do that? No, I'm not. A, I'm not a results guy. Process clearly, Garland was was one of the best. I think he was the highest on play in high stakes of the slate. Uh, he just had a subpar game without Donovan Mitchell. Simple as that, right? Uh, the Knicks, the minutes on Josh Hart did tilt me. I mean, the guy played like 47 minutes a couple games ago with RJ Barrett out, and now they're missing two players. 13 first half minutes for Josh Hart. I'm like, what is this? Is this real life? Like, come on. Uh, low on Kevin Knox had a really solid game. Uh, Jokic was my priority. I was just not fading Nikola Jokic. She went for 80. I mean, the guy's averaging 75 a night. I'm just, I'm going to find a way to get Jokic in there as long as there's not like other spin ups that are clearly mispriced. So I'm just going to keep prioritizing Jokic if he's going to be sub 13K. Um, Gordon was fine. Uh, it was okay. And then again, Clippers value both, both on pace for decent games and Powell and Terrence man. Uh, so right now I'm a few points out of the cash in tournaments. So probably will at least two X. We'll see how, how it finishes up. Um, but yeah, I thought I was gonna have a huge, huge night last night. Didn't. And, uh, yeah, that's DFS for you. Uh, tilting game that we play for sure. It's a very tilting game. All right. So let's talk about this five game slate. We'll start off with Minnesota and New Orleans. So for the Minnesota side, everyone fully healthy. You got Ants at 8-7, Cat at 7-9. I like both guys here. Um, in a competitive game, I think you get high 30s minutes from Anthony Edwards. You're probably getting mid-30s minutes from Carl Anthony Towns. I think both are underpriced here. Not scared of New Orleans defensively at all. So, yeah, I like both of the main Minnesota guys in, in Ant and in Cat. You guys know what I'm going to say about Rudy Gobert. Like, he's, he's there. Most likely plays low to mid-30s minutes. Most likely gives you around 35 fancy points. Just kind of a reasonable play. And then a lot of these secondary guys look pretty similar to me as well. I think Conley is probably your safest of these like value plays. You know, you should you should expect high twenties minutes from him. 31, 31, 31, 22 minutes over the last four games in this game. I think it was a blowout there against Phoenix. So no real strong taste on Conley. Nas Reed is backing up both 
uh, Carlton Towns and Gobert. He's playing, you know, high teens to low 20s minutes tonight. He's about a fantasy point per minute player. Reasonable value. And then what I always say with Nas Reed is if something does happen with one of the bigs, if there's some foul trouble, he is a guy that does benefit. So there's ways where he can find his way into more minutes. Slow-mo, Kyle Anderson, 4.4K. Minutes have not been amazing on him, ticking down a little bit, but still a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. I would expect, I think you can project him for low to mid-20s minutes. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, you know, is a guy that is foul-prone, but if he stays out of foul trouble, he is a guy that his range of minutes can 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 vary a bit. You know, if you kind of take a look at recent games, I mean, he played 45 minutes here in overtime, 26, 26, 26, 35, so... He's one of the guys of the Valpers talked about. I think has like the widest range of outcomes. If he's playing really well, he can play like 38 minutes. So he's intriguing for that reason. Of he he's a guy that can play a lot if if uh, if Minnesota wants to, right? They they can play him a lot. NAW 3.7 K probably not necessary. I don't think he plays enough for me to consider him. I mean, maybe like 15 to 20 minutes. You'll probably get a little bit of shake Milton in the rotation as well. Talk about New Orleans. So again, what I'm tilted about is I've been really high in Dyson Daniels over the last couple of slates. Daniel smashed tonight at no ownership. Um, I played him here. He was smashing in the game, turned to random, massive blowout. But, I mean, Daniels is a guy that's that's starting to kind of turn the corner, right? He's a young player. What, second-year guy or third-year guy? I forget. I think he's second-year. Uh, but without CJ McCollum, he's got the ball in his hands a good amount. He's a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. I mean, this guy won me a tournament in the summer league. I played him at no ownership. He won for 50 bombs. I do have a soft spot for Dyson Daniels. Uh, but yeah, I like him again here. Like he's he's a guy that has a relatively high floor. I think he's gonna play thirty plus minutes. I like Daniels, Ingram, and Zion in a competitive game. You should see big minutes. Like the game tonight, Ingram played thirty eight minutes. Zion Williams played thirty three. Zion Williamson, both solid options. JV, like I just you don't know what you're gonna get from him minutes wise. I mean, he played thirty four minutes tonight, so obviously he smashed. But there's games where he plays like twenty minutes. So it's just the same thing every single time. If you want to found Tunis, of the minutes are all over the place. They fluctuate. But he's a good point per minute guy. And when you get the game where he plays a lot, like tonight, he can break the slate. Herbert Jones, 6K. You know, should see decent minutes. Reasonable option. Uh, Hawkins uh, will play some off the bench. Again, his production's all over the place. I haven't got him right once this season, Jordan Hawkins. I did want to mention Najee Marshall. 21 and 18 minutes over the last couple games. He's a guy that I think is reasonable. Uh, I would think you should expect around that again tomorrow, you know, around high teens to low, low 20s in minutes. No one else I considered, though, for the Pelicans. Memphis and San Antonio. But this team we got to talk about, obviously. This team has been awful, and they're missing Smart. They're missing Tillman. They're missing Kennard. We might get D. Rose back, but I don't think he'll play a ton, even if he does. Now, thinking through the starting lineup, my guess is you, you they go Gilliard, Bain, Zaire Williams, Jaron Jackson, and Biembo. That's what I think happens. Gilliard's been starting. Zaire started earlier. Now Smart's out. I mean, they, they could throw in like Aldama in the starting lineup, go a bit bigger. Uh, but I think they probably go with Gilliard, Bain, Zaire, Triple J, and Biembo. Um, no, this is a good spot. But, you know, this Memphis team has been really, really bad. Uh, but yeah, I like Bain. I like Jaron Jackson. Both have a ceiling. I prefer Bain to Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson's going to be unknown because of, of recent performances. But he is a guy that I do like to play when he's low-owned as opposed to chalk. Because Jaron Jackson, I mean, we've seen a couple 50 bombs from him. I'm never going to play this guy, almost never, when he's when he's high-owned because of the wide-range outcomes. But I have a feeling he's going to be relatively low-owned, so that does pique my interest a little bit in tournaments. Now, I do like Biombo. Um, well, they played 23 minutes last game, but that was with Xavier Tillman in. With Xavier Tillman out, previous three games, 36, 34, and 30 minutes, that is intriguing for a guy like Biombo. I think he's a good point-per-dollar value. Aldama, I don't really know what to do with his minutes. I think a fair projection is low to mid-20s. 
which makes him a reasonable play. Now, if he starts, I think you can project him for more minutes. Gilliard's a guy that the minutes have not been amazing on him, but you know, probably take up a little bit here. I think mid-20s minutes. Again, no real strong takes on him. Zaire Williams, I think, moves in the starting lineup. If he does, I would like him for value. And then you're going to see big minutes for a lot of these bench guys, so they're just so thin. Roddy would be a decent value play. I think Conchar's going to see rotation minutes. D. Rose, if he's available, like we'll see what the limit is. But, I mean, if he plays like 15 minutes, it could make him play. It's just this team is so shorthanded, um, and they've been really bad this year. San Antonio, so Novacell, or probably Novacell, no Trey Jones. Uh, I don't think they'll be available. We'll keep an eye on the news. Wambayama. You know what I'm going to say, right? High ceiling, relatively low floor, definitely not a cash play. Um, you know, price one makes it a bit tricky to get to him, but as a contrarian tournament play, I have no issue with it. Eldon Johnson, 7.1K. Had a huge game last game. I think he's solid. Zach Collins also had a huge game tonight. Um, both plays are, are a decent and a good matchup. Jeremy Sohan should play big man. He played 37 minutes tonight. Uh, so the Spurs ran a relatively tight rotation. All the main guys didn't look pretty good here. Why could not... Okay, can someone tell me this? Why couldn't we get this, this Champagne game when he was like 60% owned last slate? But no, when he's way over-owned, he goes for seven steals and blocks. But no one plays him tonight, and he goes for 18 fancy points. It's just like... And so I said, DFS is such a tilting game, man. It's such a tilting game. Branham, you know, hope hope by these minutes there's no Trey Jones. Both Branham and Champagne, I think, are okay values. Chidi Osman, the minutes have been ticking down on him. Production's been ticking down, too. He's been struggling. Um, they did go to, I think they played Sandra. I want to say they played, yeah, they did play Sandra Mamukla Shrelly, I think, over Bassey tonight. Um, or Bassey only played two minutes. I'm not, I'm not sure what happened there, if he got injured or whatnot, but Mamukla Shrelly got the backup run. Uh, Devontae Graham got a DNP tonight. I was, I was keeping an eye on the starting lineup because if Branham would have started, I would have more confidence in Graham. But since Branham came off the bench, there was no real need to play Devontae Graham. Miami, so no Tyler here, obviously, still. Jimmy and Bam both have a ceiling. Um, it's kind of tough to nail down who it's going to be, though, between these two guys. It's been Bam a lot recently. It was Jimmy last, uh, last game. Both guys have a ceiling. I think if this game stays competitive, one of them is going to have a pretty good game. Duncan Robinson's playing huge minutes right now. Uh, 39, 36, and 38 minutes. He's getting a lot of shots up, and he's he's making his shots. Now, I will caution people, right? We know that Duncan does have a floor. So this one's kind of com- going to come down to ownership for what I'm going to do with Duncan Robinson. If he's low-owned, then yeah, fine firing him up. But if he's going to be relatively popular in the slate, I'm more more inclined to fade. Lowry, minutes have not been amazing. He did wasn't in foul trouble, still only played 24 minutes last game. That's a little bit concerning. A guy that I do like is Jaime Jaquez. I think he's just established himself, established himself as a big part of his rotation. And I think he's legit good. Like, I think he's just a good NBA player. He should. He's played 30-plus minutes the last four games, and he should be. I think he honestly should be starting for this team. I like Jaime Jaquez for value. I think he's a really good value play. I Smith, 4.4K, you know, has been starting. Production minutes kind of been a little bit up and down. Jay Rich will back up Lowry. Martin played a little bit. Now, one thing to note is Thomas Bryant's been getting DNPs recently. They've been playing Kevin Love as the backup five. We know Love's a good point per minute guy. Sub 4K, that makes him firmly in play. right? If Kevin Love's going to play 15 minutes as the backup center, I think you can reject him for at least 15 fancy points. So, yeah, I do have interest in Kevin Love. For Chicago, there's nothing that stands out. It's just typical, man. Like, Levine, my brother in Christ, you can't... You, are you serious what you did tonight? Are you serious? I played Levine... At literally no ownership the other day. 
the other slate. This is what I'm talking about with DFS, man. It makes you want to pull your hair out. I play him the other slate without DeMar DeRozan. No one clicks him, and the guy is missing dunks. But tonight, the same exact matchup with DeRozan back. 50 bomb for Levine. A 50 bomb. Yay, Zach! Go, Zach! Woo! One thing to know, Alex Caruso did start over Kobe White. Didn't really see a minutes bump, but did want to note that. I kind of have a tough time getting a lot of these values. Drummond will back up Vooch. We'll play whatever Vooch does not play. He'll be productive when he's on the court. The minutes have not been amazing on Patrick Williams. I don't know if it's necessary to play Torrey Craig in this slate. So just not a ton that I like for Chicago. Dallas and Milwaukee. Luka, 12.2K. Fine. Kyrie at 9K. Fine. But neither stand out, in my opinion, at their respective salaries. I kind of have a tough time getting anyone else. If you think Derek Lively can stay out of foul trouble, I do think he's interesting. But the, I mean, he's just all over the place, right? Very foul prone. Minutes kind of up and down. Production's up and down. So another guy that you can consider, but like very wide range of outcomes. Derek Jones Jr. I mean, this guy's played well. I still don't buy into Derek Jones Jr. I don't think I can buy into him at 5.1K. Grant Williams, minutes kind of like, I just, this rotation for Dallas, I, I talk about this every, like, I just don't know what's happening, right? Outside of Luka and Kyrie and probably Tim Hardaway, who should see, you know, mid-20s minutes, I just don't know what they want to do with this rotation. The bigs minutes are all over the place. The minutes and, and Derek Jones Jr., Grant Williams are all over the place. Josh Green's minutes, like sometimes you see some XM, sometimes you see some art. Seth Curry, like I, just, I don't know what Jason Kidd's doing. So uh, I'm probably not going to get to any value place here for Dallas. For Milwaukee, no Jay Crowder, no Beauchamp. Now, what I wanted to mention here is the rotation. They ran a pretty tight rotation. Basically played eight guys. Uh, tonight, um, it'll be interesting on a back-to-back. Maybe one of Dame or, or Lillard sit, or one of Dame or Lillard, one of Dame or Giannis. Um, but if both play, I think, you know, I would give the edge to Giannis over Dame. Dame at 9-8 would be a tough click if Giannis plays. If they both play, I think I'd prefer Giannis. The price of Bobby Portis feels priced about right. Lopez has had a couple good games in a row, but he's also had like eight blocks in both those games. You can't expect that to continue. Middleton, now it is, it's a back-to-back, so you might see Middleton rest here. If Middleton sits, you probably get more run for like Beasley and Conton. Conton played a lot tonight. I don't think his stats are updated. Or they are. Yeah, he played 31 minutes tonight. Beasley, I want to say, played good minutes too. So yeah, Beasley and Conton will both be interesting values, especially if they sit Middleton, um, because they ran a pretty tight rotation uh, tonight. And finally, Oklahoma City and Golden State. So we get to run this game back. Yay. Well, SGA 10-5. On pace early a game, and the game turned into a massive blowout. He also got in foul trouble. Uh, but yeah, I like the ceiling here in SGA. Chet, good tournament play. You know, has the ceiling. The minutes are not really good, kind of a little bit frustrating for him, though. Uh, Giddy, Jalen Williams, just secondary plays for me. Giddy 7-2, Jalen Williams 6-1. Dort's a secondary option. Keep an eye on Case and Wallace news. You know, might not think this is huge, but he's been a pretty big part of this rotation. If he misses, I think more minutes for Isaiah Joe, more minutes for a guy like Misich. Well, I wanted to mention 19 and 21 minutes over the last couple games. He could be an interesting punt play at 3.2K. There's no case in Wallace. I mentioned Joe in the live stream, how I liked him for tournaments. He smashed, but again, I think he shot like 7 to 7 from 3. So you can't expect that again. Kenneth Williams, most likely to see mid, mid-teens minutes. And then, yeah, if there's no case in Wallace, you probably get like Trey Mann dusted off. That would be my guess. Uh, but let's finish up with Golden State. Kind of hoping Steph Curry plays, man. So I just wanted to deal with this value for Golden State. But 
Golden State misses. Yes, this team looks really good again. Chris Paul, 7.3K, would be a really good play. Should see mid-30s minutes. Clay Thompson, no one would click him. Prices up, shot 1 of 10, busting at massive ownership last slate. Again, and I talked about this with the prop market, with DFS, you have to have short-term memory. I think I do think Clay's washed up, and it's an ownership versus chance of success, success game, DFS. If Clay is going to be relatively popular tomorrow, if Steph misses, then yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I don't think it's necessary. But I have a feeling if, if Steph Curry's out, no one's going to click Clay after last game. And if no one clicks him, then I have more interest in him for tournaments. The same thing with like prop betting people, oh, this guy's banned. No one's ever banned. Never ban anyone. I don't care if a player burns me 10 times. If there's value on the player, I'm going to go back to them 11 times. Same with DFS. I don't care how many times the guys burn me. If, if I think he's a good tournament play for, for you know, whatever reason, I'm going to play him. You cannot think like that. You cannot think, oh, this player's banned. You uh, can't play this guy. No. Everything. Like, if, like, for example, if Clay's going to be, we'll just say Clay's going to be like 5% tomorrow without Steph Curry, then I'm going to probably play him. Right? I, I think I agree. Like, I, I, Clay's not the same player. Not who he used to be. He's kind of washed up, but. If, he, if he's going to be like really, really low owned, then yeah, I'm going to buy in, right? Um, and then, yeah, if there's no Steph Curry, you just get more run for kind of everyone more usage for Wiggins, who had a decent game last game. Uh, Kaminga started last game. If he starts again, would like him. Uh, Pojemski would be in the rotation, uh, and we'll see decent minutes. But again, he kind of smashed in garbage time to bail out the droolers. Uh, Sarich and Looney, they're going to split the center position. Most likely, both would be reasonable options. Um, with Gary Payton now, if there's no Steph Curry, I think you can expect pretty decent minutes from Moses Moody. He played 23 minutes last game. And then you probably see a little bit of Jackson Davis and Kojo in the rotation. Now, if Steph Curry's in, then it changes, like, everything. Then Chris Paul and Clay Thompson kind of out of play for me. No one else would really stand out. I think the front court would still be playable in guys like Sarge and Looney. Uh, I'll be interested to see what they do with the starting lineup. Like, if they keep Kaminga in the starting lineup, like... I don't think they would want to start Steph and Chris Paul together. So they probably would go like Steph, Clay, Wiggins, one of Sarge, Looney, and then, yeah, Kaminga. So if like Kaminga stays in the starting lineup, uh, he's a guy I would like at 4.9K for sure. Um, he had a good game last game in 27 minutes. So we'll keep an eye on the Golden State News and the starting lineup. The good thing about the slate is all the games lock within an hour and a half. So there's no like one standalone late game or anything like that. But hey guys, that'll wrap up the video. As always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Also, forgot to say, we did finally hit 20K subscribers. Can't thank you guys enough. Wild to think about. So I just want to give you guys a big shout out. Thank you again to everyone who has been with me along this journey. I mean, what, five plus years now? And a lot of you have been with me since 2018, 2019. Uh, but if you're a newer subscriber, thank you as well. And uh, yeah, see you guys all in the next video.